Hello and welcome to a podcast. Oh, that's loud. Let's turn that down a little bit. Oh, there we go. That's nice. Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Just a little selection of bizarre news stories from the news and waffle therein. And it sounds an awful lot like this. We're back. How was your weekend? Daunting for me. Taxing. Oh, gigs all over the place and then um, obviously being at home. Tiring, exhausting, fatiguing. Am I talking about the driving or being at home? Well, well I guess we'll never know. Um, on the show today, there's a story about a pub which might be the worst pub you could go to ever, ever, ever. Vegetables in the news. Another cost of living crisis update, and I think that's probably about it. We might mention Phil and Holly because they're a good punchline these days. Keeping an eye on various things from the news that you might have missed. There's a story about vegetables, which has me somewhat wound up. And I'll tell you what, it's about, it's this time of year, isn't it, as we move into harvest festival season. Don't get me wrong, I love giving away a tin of tinned peaches as much as the next man, but it's crop time. It's time to see the yield, which means all of those competitions about the biggest vegetables taking place. Well, there's one in the paper. Youngster Kara Smith climbs on top of the heaviest squash at the annual National Giant Vegetables Contest. Six-year-old Clara was pictured on top of this 40-stone whopper, grown by Oliver Newman among a sea of other garden goliaths. How about we stop doing that? No, because it's scary. No one else scared by this? No, firstly, apparently the ones that grow huge, they're not particularly tasty. But also... It looks like a science fiction thing. I don't know if I've just reached a certain age where I now look at oversized vegetables and realise it's the end of mankind, isn't it? If a tomato can become bigger than a human, what's to stop it taking over? If some, if it teams up with wisteria, it'll have us. I'm not, I'm just, because no one's actually going to sit down and eat 40 stones worth of squash. So maybe we stop growing things that big. You know, it's a little bit Day of the Triffids. That's what it is, isn't it? Right? All of this stuff looks like someone's decided to grow a triffid. Someone in a lab laboratory trips over, drops a test tube. Next thing we're all done for. It's happened before. You know me, I love a good pub. In fact, quite a lot of my stand-up work is in pubs. Because I find that if people have been drinking, they find my jokes more acceptable. However, a pub is in the news for struggling to find a new landlord because phones, music and swearing are all banned. Would-be bosses have said that the rules are ridiculous at the uh, Sir Garwain. G-A-W-A at the Sir Garwain? Or is it Guan? As in, like, Guan. No, it's probably Sir Garwain. Um, this is in North Wales. They've got this, the three rules. No music, you're not allowed your phones, and no swearing. And it got me thinking, you know if I had to accept one of those bands? Well, like, what order would you put those bands? I think I could do without music in pubs. I don't really notice it. No one sits there and listens to the tune. That's what you come here for. Phones. Ooh, I don't think I could do without my phone. When someone, whoever you're there with, when they go to the toilet, what are you meant to do for those three minutes? But then swearing. Ooh. <clears throat> I'm not sure I could do without swearing because what happens if you're telling a story about an absolute... How are you meant to tell that story without... It's difficult, isn't it? Just before we move on to the main topic in this link, we were talking about oversized vegetables. Of course we were. And if you want to send a voice note, you can track me down on social media. John says... Steve, I went to one of those um, largest veg competitions. Yeah. 
And I saw a bloke with this huge round orange thing. And I said, what's that, mate? He said, it's a pumpkin. I said, listen, pal, that is not a pump and I'm not related to you. I wondered where you were going with that one. All right, we'll take that. We'll take that. Thank you. You can track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen. The other thing we're doing in this link is this news. I don't know if you print often, but this is the least surprising news ever. It's cost of living crisis. Last week on the show... um, Previously in the week... It was last week. We found out that milk is heading more expensive than petrol. Now, the latest in that same kind of theme is that printer ink can be up to seven times more expensive than champagne, according to a new study. Consumer group Witch found that some shoppers could spend more than £330 a year on cartridges. That's more than I spend on champagne, I'll give you that. Less than I spend on self-help books, so that tells you a lot, doesn't it? But it's another piece of information where you think, okay, printer ink is more expensive than champagne. What can I do with that info? I can't swap them. I'll put champagne in the printer instead. I mean, I'm saving money, but my printing comes out an absolute state. Quick mention for Holly and Phil, because I don't think enough people have made jokes about Last week's episode of Late Night Mash, we must have done nine or ten jokes at Holly and Phil's expense. I know, it seems cruel, but then I also did at least another three on the radio. Um, I mentioned them in a newspaper column. You know, it's fun, isn't it? Um... But now in the news, a nightclub is allowing anyone called Phil or Holly to jump the queue. (laughs) Um, It's in Huddersfield. Five Bar says that punters can take advantage across the weekend. The Facebook post post said if you're lucky enough to be called Holly or Phil, there'll be no queuing for you. No, you shouldn't laugh, but you should a little bit. Still, it does. It's that loophole. We talked about this when the football was on. And if you had the same name as any of the players in the women's team, you could get cheaper beer in a certain pub. And I was thinking, depending on how much you drink, it would be worthwhile changing your name by Depot and just going for it. So some people with money to spend would change their name to get in in front of that queue. Saves queuing up, doesn't it? See, be careful out there. You think you're doing jokes about Holly and Phil. Next thing, you're ruining the economy. Oh, celebrity news. Now, Larry is back this week, but he's not available today because we didn't get enough time to prepare our phone call. If you know what I mean, you spend all all time spend all that time arguing about stuff with people in your life. You can't sit down and write sketches. Um, <clears throat> actor Tom Cruise says that rural Derbyshire took his breath away to smell of the uh, manure in it. No, I've been up there, but apparently he was filming for the new Mission Impossible in Derbyshire. Not incredibly sure what it's going to be in this film, potholing or something. I don't know, but uh, just rambling maybe. Maybe as he gets older. The stunts are going to become less impressive, just walking across the Peak District. But he said in uh, Derbyshire Life magazine, I love the British countryside. Seeing cows and sheep in the field is very British. Very, I mean, very British is queuing to get a steak bake at Greg's, but I see what you're doing. He says that it's just like we see in the movies in America. Do you watch movies of cows in fields? Wow. It's not much of a plot, is there? But, um, but there we go. Tom Cruise was impressed by watching sheep and cows in a field. The guy's a millionaire and he can't think of better things to do with his time than just than staring at animals. As we were mentioning, there's a story in the news of a pub that has banned three things. Phones, music, and swearing. And my question was, what order would you put those bans in? Which one could you live without the most? Which would you be more willing to let them ban? Uh, John gets in touch, sends me a voice note. What you got for me? Hello, Steve. You couldn't go to the pub without swearing, mate. 
when you get around in and they charge you and you say bleeping how much oh i'm glad he put a bleep in there we all could have been in trouble all right we'll take that one i like it when news stories fit together very nicely and i think we found one of those now because here's the news story i'm going to bring you um, rescuers looking for a sheep made their own bleating noises and managed to find it rspca workers told how they were successful in communicating with this you it had fallen down a 65-foot uh, mountain. But given that what we know about Tom Cruise, if you walk around making sheep noises, there's a risk he's going to turn up. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> oh, what are you doing here? What Mission Impossible are you on? Turns out it's not that impossible, is it? And that's your podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Till next time, subscribe to wherever you found this. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen or don't, whatever, because there's a lot of pressure on you. Just because you listen to a thing doesn't mean then you've got to flip in email the guy but if you do want to email it's me at mr stephen allen.co.uk and until next time bye